Welcome to Latin Indigenous! I am so excited that this is finally happening. This has been a passion project years in the making. I just got tired of putting it on hold and waiting and trying to make it perfect because really this is so timely and so needed. I am your host, Taina Diaz-Reyes, Indigenous Latina PhD student and founder of Latin Indigenous. This is a podcast for the discussion of timely topics related to Latin American indigeneity and the audio content for the interview section of the Latin Indigenous blog. You can find that at latindigenous.wordpress.com. I am so excited because I started this blog and the social media accounts for Latin Indigenous to organize my research and musings on the subject of Latin American indigeneity, Latinx indigeneity, or Latin American descendant indigeneity. For now, I'm going to use Latinx indigeneity because it's less of a mouthful. <laughs> um, but the especially complicated nature of my own ancestry is really what inspired me to pursue this and all of the work that I've been doing to recover my own identities and indigeneities. That is what inspired me to see what other people have been doing as far as reclamation of their indigenous heritage and history and culture and language, etc. I also wanted to create this to be a space for people who already know or have no indigenous heritage but want to learn more about the people who have the deepest ancestral and ecological relationships to the lands that formed who many of us are today cultural, national, familial, linguistic, culinary, religious, and personal identities are all formed by our histories. So here we'll talk about everything from the history of Latin American indigenous groups to current events affecting Latinx indigenous peoples, what is a mestizo, what is mestizaje, what is a mulato, we'll talk about all that history, and what resources exist for anyone who wants to start the journey of learning more about who they belong to. On the show, I hope to dive into my own heritage, interview members of Latinx communities in the Americas, including activists, writers, chefs, farmers, professors, artists, clergy, and other public figures on the topic of Latin indigenous identities and issues affecting how we see ourselves in our Latinidad, in our indigeneity, our blackness, our mestizaje, our immigrant status, or whatever identities we nurture. I want to end each episode with an intention. You know, we academics love to use the word liminal, <laughs> but that liminal space that exists between the release of each new episode. And I will do this usually by reading an excerpt from a text or a media source that I find particularly powerful or appropriate for the topic. While some of the concepts she and other Chicano mestizo identifying writers of the late 20th century utilized our subject to modern debate, namely the concepts of mestizaje and the mythic Azatlan and the cosmic race, La Raza Cosmica. Her work was a major starting point in my thinking about my indigeneities and my identities. So I'm going to read an excerpt from Gloria Saldua's book, Borderlands or La Frontera. These stories that she is capturing on paper, these are art and they convey something of herself and also hopefully bring something out of the person reading them. So I wanted to read a couple of sections here. Invoking art. In the ethnopoetics and performance of the shaman, my people, the Indians, did not split the artistic from the functional, the sacred from the secular, art from everyday life. The religious, social, and aesthetic purposes of art were all intertwined. 
Before the conquest, poets gathered to play music, dance, sing, and read poetry in open-air places around the Xochicuahuit, El Arbol Florido, Tree and Flower. The ability of story, prose and poetry, to transform the storyteller and the listener into something or someone else is shamanistic. The writer, as shape-changer, is a Nahual, a shaman. Later she writes, when invoked in write, the object slash event is, quote, present, that is, enacted. It is both a physical thing and the power that infuses it. It is metaphysical in that it spins its energies between gods and humans, and its task is to move the gods. This type of work dedicates itself to managing the universe and its energies. I'm not sure what it is when it is at rest, not in performance. It may or may not be a work, then. A mask may only have the power of presence during a ritual dance, and the rest of the time it may merely be a thing. Some works exist forever invoked, always in performance. I'm thinking of totem poles, cave paintings. Invoked art is communal and speaks of everyday life. It is dedicated to the validation of humans. That is, it makes people hopeful, happy, secure, and it can have negative effects as well, which propel one towards a search for validation. I want this podcast, I want my blog to be a place where I'm invoking art. I want to serve as a Nawal, as a shaman, a shape changer. I want this to be a space where story has the ability to transform both me and the listener into something or someone else. I want our connection, our identities, our ways of thinking of ourselves and others to do what Ansaldua is doing here, which is claiming her people and who she is and who she comes from, who she belongs to, despite being perhaps of mixed race as she identifies as Mestiza or Chicana. These are all real identities that people use or attribute to themselves to identify themselves as part of a community, as part of a heritage, as a descendant of something bigger than themselves. That's what I think many of us who are Latinx or Hispanic identifying, who are of Latin American descent, are trying to do. Reclaiming or learning more about the indigenous peoples that we descend from. For me, this really spoke to me because I want my writing, the podcast, all that I produce to have this impact, something that is enacted. It is both the physical thing and the power that infuses it. And I want that metaphysical energy of the podcast, whatever else, to be a source of inspiration for other people to dig deeper, to know who it is that they come from. It is a reclamation of my ancestors, of my traditions. These things were given to me, passed down to me through this physical thing of my genes, my genetics. It's a literal thing within my body, but it means so much more. Our genes are our heritage. They're a gift for us to look deeper, to look beyond. What have we inherited from those who came before us as a result of the genes that we have within our bodies. The songs, the prayers, the food, the clothing, the language, the traditions, the culture, all of these things are metaphysical things and energies that are capable of transforming us and our lives and how we interact with the rest of the world 
reclaiming those things is justice for our ancestors. It is ensuring that they live on through us, not just through our genes, but through the way that we live our lives, through the way that we express ourselves. That's really important. That's revitalization. Vital meaning life. We are giving new life to those who came before us. We are living out their resilience and their resistance to colonization, to suffering, all of these things. We are our own inheritance. It shouldn't have had to be that way, but there's also something really beautiful in thinking about it that way, that we are the inheritance that our ancestors left us. We just have to realize it. All of that being said, I hope that you join me on this journey and I can't wait for all the chisme that people are going to talk about this podcast <laughs> coming out of the woodwork talking about what do you mean we're not indigenous or half of you is indigenous the other half is still Spanish or something else you know I'm so ready to have those conversations and to to have the arguments and to hear other people's perspectives and ideas about their identities and the identities of others in our community because really that's what it's about. It's about a conversation. It's about digging deeper, figuring out who we are. I love these conversations about identity formation and I just can't wait. Right now, I'm a one woman show. I am beyond proud to be a descendant of indigenous peoples of the Americas, especially my name, Taina, comes from the Taino people who <laughs> encountered Columbus, for lack of a better term. That means something to me. I want to engage this platform in a way that honors them and ensures that anyone listening knows we are still here. Thank you so much for joining me. I cannot wait to see how this podcast unfolds. Make sure that you follow the blog, subscribe to the podcast, and check out all our social media at Latindigenous. Abrazos, mi gente. I'm Taina, and this is Latindigenous.